This is episode 208 of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today, David Simoish, founder at SoundsGood.agency, joins me on the show, and we talk about the essential steps and challenges of brand expansion with Shopify Plus. So let's get started. This is the e-commerce Coffee Break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today, we want to talk about Shopify Plus and how to expand into Shopify Plus. And also, we want to touch a little bit on the European market. Mostly, we're talking about U.S. American markets. But obviously, Shopify is growing rapidly in Europe, and our guest today has a big, a good background on what's happening there. So let's welcome David Simois. He is the founder and solutions architect of Sounds Good Agency. They are the first and still only Shopify expert in Czechia and Slovakia. They are also a Shopify Plus agency, and they focus on the Central European market. Interesting enough, David also studied to be a professional dancer. And Ralph's Brazilian Yoyitsu. So I'm not touching on that one, but I found this very interesting. So let's welcome David to the show. Hey, David, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. David, Shopify Plus is something that a lot of merchants are aware of, but they think it's out of reach or not necessary, or they stumble over it and use it while not really needing it. So we want to touch a little bit more on this. Give an idea, what's the decision-making process of a Shopify merchant when they look into the option of Shopify Plus? Usually there are two main factors based on which you decide if you go to Plus or not. There's always the financial aspect. So once you get big enough, it starts making financial sense to go to Shopify Plus just because of the transaction fees and everything. It's just not worthy anymore or the difference is like a hundred bucks or whatever to jump from the advanced plan to Shopify Plus. So it's a no-brainer because Shopify Plus, we have a much higher level of support and of tools and functionality you can use. So if the difference is like a hundred bucks, even 200 bucks, I would go to Shopify Plus just because that value you'll rediscover many times over once you get access to the world platform and ecosystem and community that is built around Shopify Plus. That's one aspect that is very easy to analyze. We on, what we usually do is that when we get a client that is migrating to Shopify, or is on Shopify and thinking about plans that we have our own internal calculator. I put there all the information that I need about how many stores they have or plan to have, how many markets they plan to sell to, their revenue, average order value, et cetera. They are using payment, what can get you there, they are using because Shopify payments versus third party is something different. And also something that is very specific in the European market, if they have different manual payments or not, on what percentage of payments are being processed. Not through a car payment gateway, you know, bank transfers, cash and delivery, etc. Because all of these factors may influence the final result of the finances. And based on that, we can say plus for sure, or you don't need it yet. On another hand, we have had clients that are like really big in terms of retail. They are big retailers, but they have very small online presence. But they are able to afford to fight plus so they can leverage functionalities like customize the checkout. Being able to display different functionality in the checkout and different information as they need to, so the customers are not like shocked that something's not working as they expect in their local market. And that's the second chapter, you know, not about the money, but about the functionality. Is there one, two, three big things that you would need to have on Shopify Plus that would make a difference in your business? 
if yes, even if you're not still on the, on the revenue level to make sense, you actually can recover the money quite easily. If I want to, if you want an example, we had a client, they were called Bloomhair, now they are Bloom Robin. They are like they seven expansion stores. They started in Slovakia and they are like more or less everywhere in Europe. They sell supplements for hair, health, and stuff like that. When we started cooperating, they were around 700k euros per year for a mark. And we were thinking once they get to 1 million, it's like rule of thumb, can start thinking about GP5 plus. But then we realized that in this central European market, it's not completely atypical to charge for the cash and deliver service. service. And Shopify doesn't provide that out of the out of gauge, but we could do it if we had Shopify Plus. So we calculated how many clients they could potentially charge through charge to shoot through cash and delivery. And based on that that calculation, we realized you're going to pay by itself many times over very quickly by approving Shopify Plus. So all these analyses, which is quite nuanced, you have to do in order to be able to really recommend them not to some person or to some merch. Before we touch on the European market, I want to dive a little bit more into the sure. features of Shopify Plus. You mentioned already a few. Give our listeners an idea of what different features they can expect when they move over to Shopify Plus. If I could split it into three main categories, one is like the community aspect and support. The other is speeds and scalability for integrations. And the third is the extra perks. So on the first category, I would say there is the community, the Facebook, Shopify Plus community, multiple webinars dedicated only for the Shopify Plus users that actually help them grow a lot. Actually, one of our current co-owners of our agency, he was originally the e-commerce manager of one of our first Shopify Plus clients. It eventually joined our growth, Robin. And he said, like, he became a real Shopify expert through the sheer knowledge that he acquired in those webinars in that Shopify Plus close and exclusive community. So that's super helpful. And of course, that they get that support and account manager. The second aspect in terms of scalability and level of integrations, I would like to mention the speed, the, 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 the better API read limits that we have on Shopify Plus. So if you are thinking about a very typical example, if you are selling high volume, maybe even low margin products where the price can vary, vary like every 15 minutes and you have to update them constantly based on some like creation of products of pricing, you need a very scalable and very solid API solution with proper rate limit. You can like leverage the, the best you can and you will be able to do it in the lower plan. I think recently they've turned on the advanced plan to have a, a better API rate limit as well, but this is like very special thing about Shopify plus. And of course, 15, 20, I don't know how much it is right now, 20,000 checkouts per minute you can have, you know, the knowledge that even in the highest peak of your sales, your checkout is going to break to rate. That's like the scalability factor is immense for this corporate client and for these high level clients. And then the third aspect, the extra perks. Here we are thinking about the newest features. They always go with Shopify Plus. And if you are on Shopify Plus, you're at that level, you need and you want to innovate as much as possible, as early as you can, so you can distinguish yourself from your competitors. That's one of the biggest reasons why somebody moves from Magento, WordPress, custom solution, Shopify Plus. Because they know that they can speed up their development, their innovation much faster using an in-house team, agencies, freelancers, consultants, etc. So you have the newest features and then you have exclusive APIs, which can allow you to do very cool stuff. One example, for example, is the multi-pass API, which allows you to basically have a login system in your store that is shared with some other system. So if you want an example, which I don't know if you want, but I can give you one. <laughs> 
is that we have a client corporate, I don't know, 200 plus physical locations across Central Europe. And they want to have a version of their store that is like specifically for their seller. So they can log in, have special functionality like scanning product and so on, sending email offers to their, to their customers. And the question is like, how should we verify, I don't know, three to 300 locations, okay, 200 locations times five. So we have like 10,000 employees that can change very frequently because this is retail. How can we guarantee that the logins will be solid enough? So we basically use what they already had. They have their SAP CP login for each employee. And we basically, through the multi-pass, we're able to make authentication on MCP and based on that, logging them automatically to Shopify as well. So that was a very cool functionality and only would be possible on Shopify Plus. So summarizing, community education support, scalability and system integrations, and the third, perks, new functionalities and innovation. Okay. That was a very good example. I never thought about that. That might be an issue and that can be solved with Shopify Plus. So thanks for, for that example. Now, when sure. it comes to moving over, most likely the question will come up to merchants. Can I keep my theme? Can I keep my apps? I mean, they love their themes. They love their apps. What's the process? Are you as an agency helping with the process of moving over to Shopify? But what's, what's really involved on getting a side from the one side over to Shopify Plus? It's a very, I would say, seamless process compared to what people have in mind. They think they will move to a completely different platform, et cetera. That's not the case. You are still on Shopify. You still don't have to change the URL of your store. It's the same administration. No problem at all. You'll keep all the functionalities, settings, apps, themes. You just get more ways of playing with that. For example, a higher limit of how many things you can have in your store, which is very useful once you're running a big operation. And the process itself is seamless in the sense that it can take, I don't know, three to five days if you need to negotiate more, discuss more aspects, it can take a bit longer. But the moment you decide you want to do it, Shopify Plus sends you a contract, which is standard. Now, not made changes can be done there. You sign it. In like 24 hours, usually they turn on the, the switch. So you have your Shopify administration mutating to Shopify Plus administration. You get access to an administration board, which means which mean that if you have, I don't know, 10, 20, whatever expansion stores, and you can have multiple of those. You can have this, you have this admin where you see all the information of all of your stores, all your performing different markets, etc. And it's very seamless. You don't lose anything. You have accident to a bunch of your functional, like the expansion store that I mentioned and developing stores, you know, at this level, it's super important to have a sandbox where you can play around, change things, install new apps, etc. And these like out of the box with Shopify and you have the account, the Shopify plus and get your account manager that can help you get used with the system. And make sure that like you have all the functionalities you need. So the transition, if somebody is a of the transition, that's like the, the easiest thing to bust because there is no, no breaking, there is no downtime, there is no worries at all. It's just a matter of like signing the papers, turning off the switch, turning on the switch and going forward. Okay. But, no, if good. I may say, one thing that I always recommend when somebody's thinking about Shopify five plus, especially if they are in that like beginning stages of the million per year, it's not going to be a cheap investment. So before you just find the papers, make sure you study the functionality that Shopify Plus gives you. Study your current situation. There can be some audit with some external consultant or with a Shopify expert agency. Realize what is the roadmap of implementation of your functionalities. Because you don't want to sign the papers, then keep using Shopify without using Shopify Plus for another three, four months and paying two paper months for nothing, you know? So you should really try to figure out the roadmap. So you, you know, okay, first month we want to go this, 
like a month, we want to release that. And we're going to leverage these features in this specific way. So we make the most out of the buck and reinvestments. Okay. So there's definitely some homework involved before you get started. Now, you and your team of Sounds Goods Agency are in, in the heart of Europe. You're in the Czech Republic and there's a lot of experience when it comes to European market. Now, for our European listeners, they might be aware of that, but also our listeners who are not based in Europe, they might be interested in expanding into Europe. You touched a little bit on the different payment ways or the different ways of payment that are used in Europe. Tell me a little bit more what makes the European market special or different to, for instance, the US market. A US merchant is spoiled by the luck where they are, you know? They launch a store, which doesn't have to be super fancy, and automatically they have 300 million people that can buy from there. Same language, same currency, same culture, etc. Here, which is something that I say quite often, if you're in Czech Republic, for example, you launch your store. You have maybe a population of 10 million people that buy from you. Automatically, one month later, you're thinking, okay, can I expand to Slovakia? Can I go to Hungary? Can I go to Poland? Can I go to Germany? Because you want to expand your pool faster, even though you don't have like, you're not maximizing your, your, your mark penetration yet because the pool is much smaller. So you, you deal with these issues in a much earlier stage. The US market, basically like Jim Sharks of the world and, and all the following like huge companies that are on Shopify and Shopify Plus. They start thinking about expansion once Shopify is basically once the US already gained the territory. Here it's not the case because the territory is quite small. So that's a huge difference because in the, in Europe, each country where you can have five, 10, 30, 40 million people, they have their individual force loss on one hand, culture, language, sometimes currency. Czech Republic, for example, they didn't in UK before the Brexit. They also didn't have the, the, the euro and they have also the, their, their, their typical way of how to make a purchase. And it is very, something that if you are not a customer in that market, very easily you may dismiss it. If you want an example, this is something that I heard already, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, when people were starting to expand in Europe, even within European countries, because it's not that like we are in Europe and we know all the things, you know, each country is very specific. So. I'm selling, for example, contact lenses, and I don't get why in Italy, I have such a low conversion rate. And it ends up being because there, there is a special program that if you put, I don't know, your social security number or something like that, you can get percentage like cash back from the government because it's something like national health insurance or something like that, you know, this is something so specific that if nobody would like ask somebody in that market, you'll never know, you know. If they wouldn't do the proper research, they wouldn't compare with their, with their competitors, they would never discover this slight difference, you know? Or if you go to France, it's super important, for example, to have a phone number in the beginning of the website because people are used to call, to ask for questions, etc. And you want to highlight that to get a higher click through rate and so on. So it's very specific from country to country and from market to market. But the most important thing is definitely the language, currency, the shipping and the payment methods. These three things can make or break your conversion. So when somebody asks, even from the US side, I want to expand, I want to go to different markets. The question is like how invested you are in that plan, because depending on your goals, also the strategy should be slightly different. Because on Shopify, thank God it's getting better and better, this multinationalization aspect, and you can actually go into different directions, some more complex, some simpler, and each one of them has their pros and cons. No, as I said, multi-language. No. Multi-currency is a part of Shopify. 
you have worked or you're working with big brands, moving them over to Shopify Plus. Tell me a little bit, where do you guys help with? What's the process if somebody approaches you? Sure. We have a very specific process, which we call the SGA experience, SGA short for some agency, very much inspired by the EOS system that many of your US listeners probably know in Europe. It's not so, so known this entrepreneurial operative system. But the idea is we have a five-step process. You know, first we have our coffee dates, where basically we get to know each other, see if we are a match, what are your problems, what are my, my solutions. After that coffee date, before we actually go into anything serious, we try to give them a gift. You know, after the first date, you maybe deliver some flowers. And that gift usually is like some free value. In this free value approach, we try to solve already some of these problems that they were mentioning or give some pointers or showing examples of how we solved this in the past. And together with this gift, we have a proposal, which is basically, you want to go out on a weekend with us, you know? And that proposal is for a feasibility study, you know? A deep analysis of problems that they were saying they had, and to figure out the final blueprint, the blueprint, the final solution that then we can implement. And for some reason, during our three days of an hour, like we can get away, as we call it, if we don't like each other, you can grab the information, the know-how, and you can implement it in somebody else. But we want to give you as much of our expertise as possible. But usually what happens is that we are very successful on our weekend get getaways. We are able to make the clients fall in love with us. And at that moment, we start to go into more like something more serious and more serious. And the first step would be the project where we execute what we've done during the feasibility study. And then in the end, we have putting a ring on it, which is basically like Speak about retainer. Let's speak about long-term corporations because what we do that is crucial for the really serious merchants that we don't want a project. We don't want the one-time client. We want a partnership, a cooperation that could be like, I don't know, five, 10 years long, you know, we want to be here with you throughout the process and we want to grow and stay with you so we can like keep helping you. Like it's a really a relationship. That's why we have this metaphor in our SG experience from the coffee dates to the, to the wedding ceremony. It's really about, we trust each other. Am I giving you enough to satisfy your needs? And the same thing from the merchant side to us. And can we grow together to higher and higher level of success? I like the idea of having sort of a dating process assigned to it. it makes it easier to understand on how to work with an agency or how to get the first contact with an agency. Specifically, as you start with a, a coffee date, and we at, at the end of the day, we're on an e-commerce coffee break podcast. So... Who's, who's your perfect customer? Who's the best for you to work with or to go on a date? We have a limitation in terms of not revenue, but how much, how much they are willing to invest in their, in their business. You know, if somebody is not willing to put, I think right now in dollars is 100k on the first project, if they have like a lower than that type of budget, it's a different currency. Convert it quickly. <laughs> No, that's a problem of like expansion, right? You are playing multiple games at once, right? I think it's around 7K. If you're thinking about less than 7K per project, we usually say it's not a fit and we give to a different partners we care of. They are willing to, to put that amount or more than that to grow their business. Usually we have a way of cooperating, but the best point for us where we are really attracted to going to the coffee date is when they want to grow, when they want to expand, when they want to solve big problems and simplify them, you know? Because if they want to expand, they want to grow, we have this, this part of our DNA, of our core values, you know, always looking forward for new ways to grow ourselves. It's also always support our employees, you know, they become a better version of themselves. You know, we always are looking forward to this open feedback so we can make ourselves better together as a team. And we won't expect the same from our clients. And on the other hand, 
the complexity. We love to destroy complexity. We love, we go to the client, they say, our business is so specific. It's different from anything you've ever seen. And do we need a really custom solution because of this? And you just start asking, why? Why? Is this really so important? Yes or no? And most of the times you realize that a lot, like I would say 60% of the processes that they've set up, nobody that is on the, on the company at that time knows why they were set up like that five, 10 years ago. So we can go there, break it, turn it around, simplify it, streamline it so they actually can do what Shopify is in, like promising for years. You don't need an army of developers to run a very successful business. You actually can, with a very small team, streamline your processes and run it and run it and focus on what is the most important in your business, in your marketing, in the quality of your products, in the quality of your logistics. So the customer is happy in the end, no? And remove really the burden of the, co the complexities that come with the, the custom integration of different solutions and the, 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 the implementation of the processes that are needed for the operation to run smoothly. Yeah, I think that agencies should be much more than just building a theme. What a lot of people think about agency, it's a really a business consulting and coaching process to make your business better. David, where can people find more about you? Sure, they can check our website, sounds good of agency. I think you'll put also other links in the, in the description. And very easily there, they can book a call with us, send us an email. We have a very simple email to memorize Shopify at soundsgood.agency. So anything you need, you can reach out to this email or to my own email, just switch Shopify by David. And I'm everywhere online, LinkedIn. I've been very active there lately. So we move forward for the DMs too. Okay. I will put the links in the show notes as always, and then you will be just one click away. David, thanks so much for Lovely. your time today. I think it was a really good overview of, first of all, why and when you should move over to Shopify Plus and specifically for merchants that are not in the EU, understanding on the specific problems or issues that you have as a merchant in Europe that you don't have in the US. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much, man. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.